Hi everyone, how you doing? It's Peter here, time for the PDG Advertising Podcast for Tuesday the 7th of May 2019. So today we walked into our new office. Um, when I say new office, it's our office with new furniture in there. Um, we moved about the furniture a little bit. Um, we've added in a table where we can sit around and any customers coming in can sit around it, which is cool. Um, the walls are all white. Everything is pretty much <laughs> it's pretty much white. Um, it's definitely a, a black and white theme going on in here. And we got the help, as I've said before a couple of times, from Michael in Flatpak Help. Really um, useful for getting our IKEA furniture put up and a, and a great guy. So if you do need anything, put up from Ikea in the Belfast area, I would suggest going to that guy. Um, he knows his stuff, real professional job. Actually polished the items as well whenever they were put up, which is a real nice nice touch, a really good, really good customer experience there. But it's got us thinking about our overall branding. So I always like the idea of just a white office so that we've really got a blank canvas to work from and that anything is really possible. But we are having our, our sign put up this week and it's prompted conversation about our logo and do we really like the logo? Is it good enough? Is it something that we want to, to use going forward? And I think we are going to use PDG advertising and the, the pinpoint icon logo for some time. How long it is, I don't know. I think it'll at least be a year. Um, it might be forever. Um, we might create sub-brands under it. And the reason is I, I don't think we've got enough of a run out of PDG advertising yet. I think it's something that we need to grow with a little bit for the next while. And let's see where we end up in a, in a year's time. But that's something that we've been thinking of. I mean, whenever we were thinking of new brand names, we were throwing around some ideas. And one of them was um, fire advertising and ad works. And it's got to be something like that, I think. It's got to be something that inspires you and matters i don't think pdg advertising necessarily does it i think although though i think that it doesn't necessarily inspire immediately i'm kind of okay with that i'm in the camp of i would rather be a business that has a great product great service and is a great company rather than having a great brand name if we can have both we want both but the real focus right now is on creating the business to be as good as it can possibly be and then let's think about you know the cosmetics of of what we're doing really interesting question came up today on a call with one of our longest customers about how often should we email our audience and there's a lot to consider i don't have the answer here right now but i know what we do for customers and what we see others doing and I know, I think I know what works and what doesn't. And there is, there is an ultimate answer, I suppose, uh, and we'll get to that. But right now, for our customers, we have at least one email going out per week. So sometimes it's more, sometimes if there's a competition or a special offer or a new product comes out, then along with a weekly newsletter email, there'll be a announcement email or a, um, a competition follow-up email or or something to that effect so really it's a maximum of two but 
the emails go so well that they the, around the table on the team call this morning we were thinking maybe we do more emails um we see some other competitors my customer sees some other competitors of his doing more than you know one email per per week and i think it really comes down to do you can you add value with the emails that you're sending out do they if if you can't add value in any emails and don't send any out if you can add value in an email or you can add value in six emails a day which i doubt that that's possible but if you can add if you can have six emails a day going to someone and it's still on the sixth email on that day it still adds value then you're doing the right thing so i guess when you put it like that um an email per day doesn't even sound out of the realms of possibility um because you post every day um why not have an email uh, sent out every every day I, I think in terms of keeping close to the brand that's a real possibility couple of caveats obviously you must have permission to email people um gdpr compliant emails all of that stuff is very important um but as to the tolerance of someone to keep subscribed to you i think that's something that only comes out through you know a month's worth of testing to hit it as hard as you can with as many emails as you want to and that adds value and find out if you've had a detrimental impact on your on your brand or if the reverse happens you see an increase in revenue or an increase in engagement um so how many emails can you send out in a week the answer is i don't know but i know how to get to that number it's how many however many emails add value to your customers and that can only be found out through testing we're doing some work this week in terms of our values the values of pdg advertising and how that that works and while we are a very young business it's important to start off on the right foot and we've been thinking about some of the values internally that we can start to have front of mind and when i say front of mind i mean very front of mind um in the office Anthony and i sit facing a, a wall and there is space on that wall to put up our values in in there i remember in another co company that i worked in um if anybody asked anybody in that business what the values of the company were they were able to say them really quickly and remember them and and that was quite unique and it was because the values were up on every wall on the on every wall on every um door pass on every piece of literature on everything so they were very it was in a very important um, mantra and it was a very important document so that's something that I'd like to bring into this business for sure. And the three things that we're keeping front of mind are customer growth, customer satisfaction, those two kind of come hand in hand, and brand awareness. I think these three things, if we focus on those for our customers, then we cannot go far wrong. Surely that's what businesses want from an advertising agency such as PDG Advertising, customer growth customer satisfaction and brand awareness and the things that we're doing now should um contribute to those three things and what we're going to do in the office is we're going to put those three um lines up on in a in a poster and that's going to be our first step into um brand mantras our mission statement our pillars the things that we and believe in 
and, and those three things are our, our mission and our goals right now. But we'll expand on it as time goes on and I will share that with you. Time is a really valuable thing in PDG advertising. In advertising itself, you could spend a lot of time on something and then find out that there was an app for it that would do it in 10 seconds. We have a customer that has come to us um, just this morning and asked us if they, we could help market their store. Um, they haven't got it fully set up yet. They're a big Amazon seller. And on Amazon, they have 250,000 SKUs. It works out about 10,000 products or so, but the variations mean that there's like 250,000 individual items that need to be brought over from Amazon into Shopify. So this customer has um, created a plan to um, have a, a, a legion of people, of admin staff, move those products from Amazon over to Shopify. But we said, look, let's see if you know we can do something that we've done for another customer and use an app to transfer them all over in in minutes. And there is an app, and we're going to be able to we're going to be able to do that. But but what that means is that in practically everything that we do, there's the opportunity to waste time. And the thing that has stopped me from wasting time, and look, I'll be really honest. I waste a bunch of time, <laughs> like a hell of a lot of time. Um, but the thing that keeps us from wasting time and the thing that stops us from wasting time is systems and processes. And that's something that's really important. And we've instigated something today that I want, wanted to do for a long time. And between the team here, we are instigating a workload process where work comes in, we estimate the amount of time it's gonna take, put down deadlines, and we have you know reasons as to meeting them and reasons to missing them and what goes wrong. So creating that, it, it's it's something that's very close to timesheets that I've worked with before, but I don't particularly want to create a system of timesheets in PDG advertising right now. I think that it's a bad idea um, because they can be quite um, I don't know if the word's tyrannical or um, they can they can become a rod to beat you with and I don't want that to be the case so um, what we're doing is testing out a, a basic spreadsheet of what we're doing and how long it's taken in order to um, find out if there's anything that we're doing that's wasting time or if, if I'm wasting time or or how things could be done better. I mean, that example of Amazon to Shopify is a prime example of where a lot of time could have been wasted. Time is money, and that is something that is very uh, prominent on our minds here at PDG Advertising. So I'll keep you updated as to how that goes and if there are any real breakthroughs um, from that uh, process and document. I just wanted to take a moment to give a very brief um mention to anybody that has listened to this podcast for the, in the last in the last couple of week, weeks um in the last four days we've seen the listening figures go from very low to still very low but slightly higher but it means that people are starting to pick it up and i, I really appreciate um anytime you're spending listening to this and I um we'll we'll keep we'll keep doing them. I'll keep doing them. They'll get bigger. They'll get better. The quality will get better. The content 
will get better but this is it we're just sharing our journey and you know um letting the world basically in on it which feels good but maybe felt scary if this was two or three months ago um i think we're in a great place to to share this journey but if you're one of the the people that has picked up over the last um few days i really appreciate it and i look forward to creating more um content for you as we go forward wanted to touch briefly on something that we came across today there is an eternal battle between web development and web design should put web design first and web development design. If you want to get a website created, you have to take into account a couple of things. And this might give you a better understanding of what things cost. I always think about creating a website. So if we use the word creating as the top level word for getting you from not having a website to getting you from having a website that your customers can visit, there are two main elements to it in my mind and one is design and one is development i think of design like the architecture of the house so you see those blueprints that you see in the designs and and things i see that as the design of your of your website and that come there's a, there's a number of things that happen during the design phase and for that you need a, a web designer there's a real confusion in the industry where web designer can mean web designer slash developer or it could mean just developer but what you need is someone to design up the look and feel and create um, image documents on how it will look and what the representation of that website will be basically you'll give a web designer what you want to see on the website and then they'll do their best to come up with a visual representation of of that and that's at a base level where you got to start. So whenever the, there's a couple of like key things that web designers need to have, they need to have some knowledge about how the internet works, some up-to-date knowledge about how the internet works, what a burger bar is, you know, the little three line menu on a, on a mobile device. You've got to be able to design for a mobile device as well, because you know, 95% of all traffic is now mobile, it's completely different than the world was five or six years ago. And um, that those elements that a, a website designer has, so you know, current up-to-date knowledge of the internet and how websites are, what's possible in uh, on a platform. I, ideally, you'd want to have the web designer and web developer in you in a room to start off with, so you could plan it out um, in the first in the first inst instances of it. And that web designer also needs to. Uh, web design, um, website design person, they need to have the ability to download things into something called PSDs, which are the files that they can then hand over to the web developer in order to have the web developer do what, uh, what he needs to do. And what the web developer does, this is the second phase of it. There's probably a lot of smaller phases in it, but the second phase of it has to be where the web developer takes the designs and makes them happen online. And what, what, you know, what a lot of times you find is you hand over a project to a web developer and you expect them to do the design and the development of it. But it's kind of in my mind like having the builder uh, design your house and build your house, the same person. And I think that's a bad idea. I think there are two very separate disciplines and it is rare. 
I have seen it. I've seen, I, I know a couple in Belfast of individuals who are able to design up a website and develop it up, but it's rare. It is really rare to see those two um, disciplines together. I don't know whether it's one being creative and one being more technical, but um, the majority of times where we've ever seen someone hand over a project to a design slash developer, it goes wrong and there's a lot of confusion. So I guess at the start, there should be clear specifications as to what's supposed to happen. It should go to a designer and then it should go to a, um, a web developer, um, someone who can actually turn into reality what it is that you want. When you don't have that design eye to start off with, web developers can tend to go off in their own way. And what they think looks awesome, maybe just doesn't to you. Um, so agreeing that design first and then not deviating from that design without good reason, without, it is, it is possible for an experienced web designer to design up something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense in the development world. And maybe there needs to be something done around that, but it shouldn't be too far away from it. It should be as close as humanly possible to how it was um, designed. So that, that's gonna be something that's gonna come up in the future. And it's something that we're gonna help more customers with understanding those are the steps that need to happen in order to create a really great um a really great great website you know we work with contractors still on a daily basis um one of our uh contractors is tanya um she's a google ads specialist she's done a really really good job um for a number of my customers number of our customers and i took a little bit of time i think it's important to take a little bit of time out, a little bit of time just to catch up with anybody that's doing work with you or for you. It's about supplier relationships and it's it's good. So take took about five minutes to catch up with Tanya. And it's so funny, we found out something really cool. So uh, we knew Tanya was um, Google Ads certified, but I was able to have a conversation with her about the, the ads, uh, about the ad certification process. And she said, yeah, it's good, but you know, all the exam questions in the world don't actually help you in the real world execution actually doing the work is the only way to get experienced in it and i could not agree or believe that more i mean you know there's so many online ad articles and so many you know how to's and so many websites these days that are claiming to know something whenever and tell you something and and then you know, it's only whenever you're in it that you realize this is wrong or this didn't work or this didn't work out. And it, it, to me, that's something that's very important in the people that we hire here and the business that we create, that we're actually part of executing and we're doing the things that we say that we do. Um, it's a big part of why we've got this podcast. And it was uh, a nice thing to have five minutes with Tanya and ask her, you know, how things were and and also find out a little bit more about you know what she what she does and what she she likes. So I also mentioned to Tanya that you know she should listen to the podcast and connect up with us on social. So if you're listening, Tanya, thank you um, for today. And um, yeah, it was it was good to talk to Tanya today. So guys, that's it for the PDG advertising podcast for today. Um, thanks again for listening, and I look forward to creating tomorrow's for you. Have a great day.